Almost 18 months ago, South Korean drama Squid Game became Netflix's most watched original series and it still remains in that top spot. Hoping to capitalise on its popularity, Netflix commissioned a reality TV show based on Squid Game in which hundreds of contestants compete for millions of dollars in prize money. But it's been hit with accusations of unsafe conditions and a rigged competition. Wen Lee Ma is a TV and film critic for news.com.au and a regular on breakfast. Welcome. Good morning. So the original show featured hundreds of cash-strapped contestants who agree to compete in dangerous and deadly games for cash prizes. Now there's an actual show based on Squid Game, (laughs) like real humans. It seems a little ironic. Are you surprised that this show was ever commissioned? Um, Yes and no. Yes, because I was like, oh, did they miss the point of the show that it was actually quite bad to pit desperate people against each other uh, for money? Uh, But also no, because it was so hugely popular, it almost felt inevitable that there would be a reality TV version of it because everything is about spectacle. And if you can get eyeballs on a thing, it's going to happen. So what what happens on set? What what former what are former contestants saying about the kind of conditions that they've had to operate under? Yeah, so the show started filming in the UK last month, and uh, of course it's the dead of winter in Britain. It's very very cold. They're filming out of an old RAF base in uh, Bedfordshire, and uh, so a whole bunch of former contest- contestants have spoken to the Sun. They've spoken to Variety and Rolling Stone, all anonymously because they've all signed non disclosure agreements, kind of detailing the horrors of even that first day of filming where they had to recreate the uh, infamous red light, green light game from the show, which is where the giant doll kind of, you know, if she sees you, you're dead. So there's no actual, of course, death and murder uh, in the reality TV version, but you do have hundreds of people who, you know, say they were briefed that they would play the game for two hours, they would have to hold poses for five minutes, but it actually turned into allegedly a 10-hour game in where they had to hold poses in below zero degrees uh, without coats on, with, with just, you know, a flimsy tracksuit and some thermal underpants uh, for like 30 minutes people were alleged apparently fainting medics were apparently called like 11 times to the set and uh, Netflix denies that it was 11 times that, that there were three minor injuries um, but you know a lot of what's coming out is really compelling and then there are people who say the game is rigged from the start because there were only a hand not a handful but a few people with actual mic uh, microphone packs and the rest of them had dummy packs they saw people who were eliminated get put back in the game they saw people who passed the game get eliminated. It just sounds like it's uh, it's a bit of a disaster. Sounds like it. All right. Now to something completely scripted uh, but drawn from uh, disturbing real-life events. There's a new series called The Walk-In. What can you tell us about the show? Yeah, this is a show starring Stephen Graham, who is a UK actor, British actor, who I think when you see him, you're like, oh, that guy. I love that guy. He was in like Boardwalk Empire and he's been in Line of Duty and stuff. Um, It is drawn from real life events, actually really quite distressing and disturbing real life events, which is the rise of white nationalism in the UK. It's set against the backdrop of Brexit. And Stephen Graham plays a man who was a neo-Nazi 20 years earlier and has reformed. And he's meant, you know, he kind of goes around speaking about the dangers of white 
national, nat- white nationalism and white supremacy and how it is manifesting in the UK and also as, I guess, proof positive that people can reform under the right conditions if uh, if they're pushed. And then he um, he's an activist and he is trying to infiltrate a group that he says is planning something huge. And, of course, this is drawn from what happened in the UK and it's set in between an attack on um, a sick man um, who was attacked in a convenience store and, of course, the murder of Joe Cox by a white nationalist outside her MP office. And it's a really interesting series because I think sometimes it does feel like drama and fictionalised dramatisations can be an easier delivery vehicle for really heavy issues to sort of, you know, look at things in a way that sometimes a documentary can be too difficult because I think, you know, that old adage of it doesn't always have to be accurate as long as it's truthful kind of rings really, like, true to me here. Uh, so this week, what else should we look out for? Yeah, there's a show called Nolly. It stars Helen and Bottom Carter and she uh, plays, uh, this is based, it's a biopic. She plays a woman, I think her name is Noelle, I forgot her surname, but she was on um, a UK soap opera called Crossroads and uh, she was on there for like 18 years and then just got dumped very unceremoniously at the end of it. And this is sort of, you know, a little bit of her spiral, a little bit what happens when you know one life and all of a sudden it's pulled out from under you. There is a uh, rom-com because it's almost Valentine's Day called Your Place or Mine. It stars Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. It's a movie on Netflix. They play two best friends who switch houses for a week and then all of a sudden that means they're somehow in love with each other. There's a coming-of-age story, but like a late coming-of-age story for someone in their late 30s called Somebody I Used to Know, and it's about uh, it stars Alison Brie, who co-wrote it with her real-life partner, Dane Franco, who is directing. It's about a woman who, you know, put everything aside to pursue her career, and then when she has a professional setback, uh, she doesn't quite know what's going on with her life, and she goes back to her hometown, including the uh, boyfriend that she left behind to go pursue her dreams, and sort of goes, is this all there is? Did I make the right choices? <laughs> Life choices, always always something to the fodder of fiction and real life. <laughs> Thank you so much, Wenley. Thank you. Wenley Ma is TV and film critic for news.com.au and a regular on breakfast. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.